Open your ears and lower your expectations. There's a new podcast sweeping a very small portion of the nation. Listen now, listen fast, because this episode may be their last. He's Sean, he's Chris, you should listen to this. It's an hour you'll never get back. On SoundCloud, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Honorado and Sean Bagnardi. We finally have a clearer picture of the presidential campaign, the kiss cam, and why I'm all for it. And if you think the world runs on money, you're wrong. And Sean will tell you why. This is an hour you'll never get back. I'm Chris Honorato. He's Sean Bagnardi. We're on Twitter at Chris Honorato, at Sean Bagnardi. And you can email us as well, an hour you'll never get back at gmail.com. The guest this week. Sienna head coach Jimmy Patsos by request. This is how crazy he is, Sean. Right. He wants to do this podcast. Right. He requested. Requested. Yeah. You know, I feel like when you start, you, you should give me a countdown because I, I was like clearing you, you my throat. You, you don't I don't know see if it picked it up to speak. Well, I, I was We're clearing my here throat. In front of microphones, you have to be ready for anything. Yeah. Well, I was clearing my throat when you hit the button, so I don't know if that picked up or not. But it may be an interruption there right off the start. Uh, we're on location again. Yeah, well, this is what you do best. This yep. is your forte. You paint like Picasso, and you describe to the people listening where we are. Right, and speaking of Picasso mm. and paint, there are, like, beautiful little paintings on the walls here, aren't there? And this is unbelievable. You're going to tell them where we are? Yeah, we are at All Star Wine, Wine and Spirits, and Spirits yep. in Latham. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got—I've never been in here, as I told you. Uh, for people who've never been in here like me, it is really a beautiful place. It's my liquor store of choice. It is. Yeah. Sure. Why wouldn't it be after right. taking one peek at it? Uh, it's so wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautifully decorated. Mm-hmm. You've got, like I said, the, the walls adorned with nice pictures and murals over here, paintings. And uh, it just looks like a, it almost has like a like a supermarket but the, like, the slogan is you don't have to look like a warehouse to have warehouse prices. Bingo. And there it doesn't. Go. It looks like, like a really like upscale supermarket, but like the nice area of the supermarket where they have the wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There is a, a fish tank in the shape of a wine bottle. Do you see that back there? Oh, yeah. I do now. A couple of dogs. Mm. They're, yeah. They're I love the dogs. A couple of dogs yep. roaming around. Yeah. All right. The presidential campaign. Mm. John Kasich is out. Mm-hmm. And Ted Cruz is out. That leaves one, and I can't believe we're saying this, it leaves one on the Republican side, and that is Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. Uh, go back to December or January, we're on this podcast, and we're saying there's no, right, he's going to run out of steam. There's just no way he will even be the nominee, let alone the president. But here we are. There's, there, there's nothing the Republican National Convention can do now. Right. There was a time when only he, and probably not even he, believed yeah, right. that he was gonna right. do this and here we are mm. we've got the trump hillary showdown yep. in november the debates will be epic this can't be good they'll be entertaining which you know i know like people who you know have real concern for the country well, debates aren't supposed to be entertaining they're supposed to be revealing about platforms that, but it won't be i mean right there, there's no way what is there to really reveal though at this point do we not know their platform we should so let's just let's just go to war uh, on the debate stage and see what happens. It'd They're be going fun. to, yeah. 
who's going to win this thing? Trump and Hillary, because now we've got the two candidates. Right? Well, you, not, you don't expect look, anything at the convention to happen strangely, right, with the Republicans, where they're going to try to overthrow Trump? Not now. Yeah, I think I think because he'll he'll have the secured number, and there won't be anything they can do about it. They're going to have to bite the bullet and just try to get him as closer to the middle as they can. Can right? he be president? President <clears throat> of the well, United States. Look, fortunately, we have a system in place of checks and balances. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. And I don't think one person can just go in and destroy anything. I think it takes a lot of people to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be done. A lot of people have been doing it. Yes, that's the fact. Past presidents, Congress, but not just one past president, not just right. one group of lawmakers, right? It just it takes an army of them, and they've been doing that. The problem is it's going to take an army to get out of that. And uh, you need the leader at the top... Can he be that guy is the real question. Can he be the one who affects all that change in the right direction? And I don't know. I mean, are people going to, and by people, I don't care about the public. I'm I'm talking about, you know, congressional leaders. I'm talking about world leaders. Are they going to take Donald Trump seriously? His answer will be, well, I'll I'll make them take them seriously. But really. Well, they're going to have to. I mean, because the bottom line is he will have... He will have enough position mm-hmm. to affect certain things. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I don't think he can go in there and just destroy anything because you'd hope that Congress would prevent him from doing that. But you're going to have to take the leader of the free world seriously, no matter who it is. Even if you don't take the guy seriously, you have to take the position seriously. Yeah, okay. And he's going to be in that position. Yeah. So and he, if he wins, right. obviously. Yep. You ask, can he win? I'm I'm done counting him out. Who's saying no now, right? right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no, he can't. He won't survive past the top 10 on the debate stage. Right. No, he right. won't. Okay, well, now that they've narrowed it down to five, he'll lose. They'll pick Rubio. It'll be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, now that it's down to three, it'll be Cruz or Kasich. No. Yep. He's, he has now done the impossible and gotten the nomination. So why is why is winning the White House impossible? It's not. No, it's... And look, Clinton's got her own set of issues sure. that are yes. going to look, be I, in I, the spotlight. I, you, I think going into the general election, you're a fool to think that it's easily Hillary's job. I mean, right. no way. Right. There's a lot of this country that's going to vote for Donald Trump. Look, she'll get votes based on people saying, well, we can't let him become the president. Of course. But you know what? He'll get some vote, some vote, not as many, but he'll get some of people saying, well, we can't right. let her become president. Right. And she would have gotten all those if it was Cruz or any other Republican. Well, we can't let a, a Republican take over. I mean, it's like those are almost the same people anyway. Will you get more voter turnout? For sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be... That's going to be the one positive of this election is uh, raised awareness in of the political system. It might not be for the right reasons, but the more people are paying attention, the better in the long run. So that's good. Yeah. Have you ever been on a, a jumbotron at a game you've attended? <laughs> um, no. No. I've always wanted to be. Me even too. at like even at like a little arena like Times Union Center, you sure. think I got a shot yeah. today. There's only two thousand people. I'm always amazed at the people who who pop up on the jumbotron <laughs> and they hide their face, or they just look like they're miserable. Mm. How uh, how how bad is it that you're at a sporting event and now your picture pops up, you're up on a screen, and, and you're just angry about it? 
just enjoy it. Now, this is why I bring it up. Yeah. And I don't know why. A lot of times, if it's a, a pro event, it, it also means you're on television. It can mean you're it on can. TV, too. Right. So that's, that's yeah. nice. Um, the reason I bring it up is how many sporting events have we been to through our, our lives? Countless, right? And they now do the KISS cam. They've done it for a while. Sure. So I'm at a Mets game on Monday. Uh, you were not there. <laughs> I was invited. You were invited. You were part of the original plan. Can we just touch on this for a second why I wasn't? Go right ahead. Most sick I've ever been in my Mets life. Mets-Braves game. Yeah. yeah. Game was on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Mets fan. You're a big Braves fan. We had arranged this. We had planned it for weeks. We had gotten the tickets the week before. Um, and I, th- the game was on a Monday, Sunday night. Sunday Sunday day. You took the day off from work. <clears throat> yeah. This is a vacation Monday. day. Right. Wasted. We're going to drive down the city. We're going to have a good time. Just a day trip. We'll come back. Sunday was the, the most sick I've ever been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they talk about flu-like symptoms, <laughs> they, they weren't like them. They were <laughs> they were them. Uh-huh. Um, it's the most sick I've ever been. I'm not going to get into any details on that, but it was, you know, if, if Sunday you had told me I had Ebola, I would have believed that it was that bad. And then it got a little better, but really continued the next two days of just... I couldn't move off the couch except to walk to the bathroom and back. A, was week, a week later, you're still sort of coming out of it here. Oh, yeah. yeah. No doubt, man. All right, so you weren't there, but as I'm watching the KISS cam throughout City Field, I, and again, I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner, because you see the KISS cam in every arena you go to now. And the people are popping up on the KISS cam, and you get the people who are clearly couples, and they kiss, and they're happy to do it, whatever. But then you get the weird guy sitting next to a girl... They're clearly not boyfriend, girlfriend, dating, married, oh, whatever. Happens. Yep, sure. And, and they're not brother, sister either, but they're just like friends. And, and, yep. And so they pop up, and immediately they're embarrassed. They, they, they turn away from each other. Mm-hmm. Now, my thinking is you look worse doing that. I say if you're there with somebody who isn't your sister or mother, you kiss them. You kiss them. You show up on the kiss cam, you kiss them. Okay. I've got one problem with it. Go ahead. Let's say you're there now with, just pick a mutual friend of ours. You're there with Jessica, who's a friend of ours. Sure. You're at the game with her. Yep. What are you doing? You yeah, can't kiss her. Okay, but that doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. She's married. You have a... Why, but why are we at this game together, just the two of us? She's going to bring her All right. husband. All right. So then what's your example? You're saying just two... People who happen to both be single, but who are friends who are at this game? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Then, sure, why not? Are you telling me that if you have a girlfriend, you pop up on the kiss cam with a friend of yours, you're not just going to even give the peck on the cheek? You can't just then sit there like two idiots. You have to do something. You know what you do? You fake it. (laughs) You do the embrace and the, the dip like you're gonna, and then you just go in, but just don't do anything. You like block the camera, and because then you get the applause for the big dramatic motion. But if people catch you, they'll boo you. That's a good point. Yeah, they do. They boo. Oh yeah. I think you just you, you do something. You gotta do something. You sit there otherwise, and you wait for them to, to switch cameras. Now I, I've got a story about Mets Braves game. Ironically enough. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I was. Kid years ago at this game, which means with the my Braves grandfather. Yeah, I think they did because yeah. the Mets never win when I go. Um, so, talk about kiss cam. Boy, would I like to have been on the kiss cam with this girl? Oh, so, okay. But this is this is when I kind of had an epiphany in my life. I was very young. Mm-hmm. 
Until this point, I had always felt like the world runs on money. It Everybody does. says it revolves around money. They're right. They're wrong. Mm, they're not. The okay. money is a means to a different end, okay? Because my question is, why do you want the money? And I think I know why. Right. It's about power. It's about status. But why? even more, why do we want that? Mm. And here's what I learned. Okay. I'm a kid. I'm a diehard Mets fan, right? I love this team. I'm thinking, I hate the Braves. Of sure. course I hate the Braves. Right. I wouldn't like anybody, anybody who's a Braves fan. Mm. There's, I wouldn't even like them as a friend, oh, as a whatever. Boy. So now, yep. walking outside the stadium before the game, this incredibly gorgeous blonde. <laughs> I mean, she's got to be like 78 years older than me, yep. you know. Walking by. Were you 10 at the time? Sure. Give us a ballpark sure, here. Sure, I'm 10. She's 19. Okay. Boy. Walking by. Yep. Like, at that point, probably the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Sure. Braves jersey. <laughs> okay. And I thought to myself, if you could, if she said, hey. Right. Be, I could make the Be exception. my boyfriend. Yeah. Be, uh, let's. That would have been it. Mm. So of what course, are you so what I So what I learned is I would give up. At that point, I'm 10. That's my deepest loyalty. You're thinking a sports fan. I would give, I would give up, that up being for a Mets that. fan. So, that made me realize the world is not about the money. It's about the sex. We want the money. We want the power. We want the status. Why? So we can get laid. But it leads to that. Yeah, of course. Hmm. We want to be... If you were if you were just not in a relationship, yeah. and somebody could offer you all kinds of money sure you would say yes but the first thing you think of is that money is not what you're going to spend with it it's what girl is going to be like look at me now mm. right i don't know i think the money buys you stuff which then like you said gives you social status which then leads to sex that's and that's so what i mean I, you know, but that's what i mean just sits in your pocket it doesn't right. do any and i good. don't mean like somebody saying like oh he's he has a lot of money i'm gonna date him but mm-hmm. what i mean is you're now gonna do things that put yourself in a, mm-hmm. you're gonna like sure why are you gonna dress better though like why are you gonna spend the money on the right. things you're gonna spend yep. to improve yourself uh-huh. for what reason right not to make more money uh-huh. yeah to impress the women yeah all right you're probably not wrong here. Well, you know. First time ever. You know. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> I think the flu did something good. For, although you, this was epiphany came at 10 years old, we're saying. That's right. And by a Braves fan. How about that? A Southern girl. She had to be. Yeah, she was like, you know, right off the boat yeah. from Georgia. Right off the boat from Georgia. <laughs> up the coast. Yep. Would she sail? Yep. <laughs> right around the Statue of Liberty. Docked. Mets game. <laughs> Oh, first time at City Field for you, right? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. No, I've been there, but it's beautiful. Love it. I mean, they, this was Shea, obviously. They, they did it right. Mm-hmm. You know, Shea was a dump, but it, but as Mets fans say, it was our dump, right? It was our dump. Yeah, it was a dump. Uh, City Field is great, <clears throat> and the seats were good, and it was yeah, it was a good time. All right, so as, as we started the, the podcast, uh, we were talking about All-Star Wine and Spirits, and obviously our, our guest is Sienna head coach Jimmy Patsos, a good friend of the podcast, but a good friend of yours owns this place. Yeah, Craig's been great for the support for Sienna basketball for a long time, but he's also a friend. I've turned, you know, he's got the two dogs. My wife comes and shops here. I went, just went back and saw the big fish. <laughs> 
He's got the little fish over here. He's got the he's got the turtles. I mean, this is like a whole adventure coming yeah. in here. <laughs> and then Chris saw me. I walked around to see everything. I'm gonna buy, pick up a few bottles of Malbec. There you go. Getting ready for the Derby on Saturday. Who do you like? Let's my just man, cut right my to man it. Sam. And then I like Mohamed. I yeah. mean, all of a sudden at those numbers, I like. I mean, no, no. Nyquist is good, but. I've gone the last two years. This year, no go. So that's okay. They won't let you back, or no? It's under, <laughs> we, under Armour, you you go through the rotation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I to see. make it yeah, twice yeah. was actually really good. Sure. Then we all go to the Preakness. I like the Preakness because there's always a winner coming into the Preakness. Can he, you know, repeat? Yeah. And that's one or, of your towns. And well, Baltimore yeah. is our city, and that's where Under Armour is from. But in other words, I went to the Belmont. Me and my wife, and I liked Belmont. Yeah. But. It was 25,000 people because there was no repeat winner. I'm yep. sure when Farrow right. was there, it's different. But in other words, we're, we're excited about Derby Saturday, and then I will go down to the Preakness and get into that, and then the horse racing season's here. And my man Sam is trained by a Mechanicville guy, Chad Brown. Chad Brown, that's why we so like. I got a guy, Sammy Friday, coming to play right? for me. I called him. I said, look up the Derby. He's like, what? I'm like, you're going to learn more about basketball yeah. when you come to Siena. Assignment one, first Saturday in May. Yeah. And so it's pretty funny. He texted me back. He said, I looked him up. You know, the whole, it's, it's just the coverage you get here with the horse racing. Mm-hmm. You can't help but get into it. And I'm excited about it. All right. You, you mentioned Sammy Friday. He's one of the guys coming in, the, one of three, right? Tell us about who's coming in this class, Jimmy. Um, Sammy Friday is coming in. He's a 6'7", 6'8", kid who's really good player from Hudson Catholic. Went to St. Andrews Prep School in, in Rhode Island. Played for Mike Hart. But he's a throwback inside player. Mm. Very good player. Good hands. Finishes around the rim. His brother's being recruited right now by Notre Dame, Michigan, everybody for football. Okay. So it's interesting. I like that little thing he's got in him. Khalil Richards would be really good. He's kind of a combo guard from Baltimore. It'll be an adjustment. He didn't play last year. He had a little injury, and he transferred school. So it was just better to fall. He's a great student, focused on academics. But it will be different because he hasn't played for a year. And then... Johnny Joseph's coming. He was a junior college player. We're waiting to see if he, you know, he's going to qualify and do some work and graduate from Dodge City. But he's more of an athletic defensive guard. Okay. And those are the three guys that we got coming, and that's going to be a really interesting scenario. And then I'm not really allowed to comment on Tom Herter, but he's coming. Yep. And he will end up being on scholarship. It's just a process of making sure everybody graduates and leaves, et cetera. But he's proven that he can play. You know, he knows how to play. He's more of a role guy, but he knows what he's doing. Everybody knows how great Kevin is. But Tom went to prep school, and mm-hmm. he's he's coming along. I think it's after April 15th, so I can talk. But he's basically a preferred walk-on that's going to be a scholarship player. But don't count him out. Talk about last year a little bit. Some of the things that you want to build upon from, you know, what you'd established last year and really got going last year with some of the guys. No, I thought last year was a very good year. I didn't think it was You know, we, we, we had some slip-ups. We lost some tough games. You know, you're going you're gonna to lose some games on the road. We didn't play as well as I thought in the CBI final. Yet, I mean the CBI tournament, yet Moorhead State went all the way to the final mm-hmm. and lost in overtime to Nevada. So I guess they were really good. We just couldn't stop A.J. English you know, and Williams, our last game against Iona. That's who you want to get. Monmouth beat us twice. In other words, to clown Mount Everest, it's the top. That's the toughest. And we got to get Monmouth and Iona. They're, they're above us. We came in third. Very proud of the group. Javion was tremendous. Brett was a first-team All-League. Marquise was unbelievably early. Yes, he got hurt. And when he came back from his injury, he wasn't quite mm-hmm. the same. The problem is you come back from injury and you try and do what you did before. He didn't mean it. Mentally, he was like, I'm going to try and do, I'll, I'll try and fit in. But your competitive juices take over, and I don't know if he was as ready to go. 
But we still beat Manhattan, defending champs. We're, we're making the right progress. It's, 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 we're getting there. We played on Sunday. You know, we played in the semifinals. Now we want to play in the finals. Then you want to win the MAC. But 21 games. Our schedule is the toughest in the league. We had the toughest non-conference in the league. We're going to do it again this year, adding Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. Tell us about the, the schedule coming up. I know Kansas is on there. Can't we play Kansas and GW in this college CB, uh, CBE. And then we play UNC Asheville that went to the NCAA. Oh, right. Arkansas Pine Bluffs coming here. Those are four games. We still play Albany. We still play St. Bonnie's, who is great. Vermont. But we added Florida Gulf Coast, you know, who's went to the NCAA. You know, I can't seem to just add a team that's bad. I don't do it. But <laughs> John, Jenny, and I work hard together on scheduling. Don't you like that? I mean, you'd prefer it this way, right? And no, I'd the... prefer to win 25 <laughs> games. What are you, out of your mind? Yeah, but Grow isn't up. it? Yeah, but isn't it? Don't you like? Don't you no, like I want to do what Jim Beheim does. I want to pay some team 80 grand, win by 30, and have a nice dinner. <laughs> Okay, that makes okay, sense. Okay, that does make sense. That's why he's coaching for 90 years. Right. He has 20 wins before he wakes up every year. I'm yeah. fighting tooth and nail. Right now, I'm not sleeping worried about our first game, but that's another story. This is the this is the mid-major level. Right. Well, it makes sense. But that schedule brings you here to All-Star more often than not, doesn't it? Sure, that's exactly yeah. what it does. Craig's like, well, because Craig, no, you're right. It's good for you test and all that, but you got to win games. Yeah. And you better build confidence. If you lose early, you're not going to have confident guys. Right. And you can't just pick them back up and say every team we played is good. It's not that we're playing Duke and Wisconsin mm-hmm. and all those teams again. It's just Vermont is 21 team. Albany is a 21 team. Florida Gulf Coast 21 team. You and Asheville 22 team. We're one and two against Cornell. We lost it on a buzzer shot. They got a new coach, Brian Earl. We opened with them. St. Bonaventure was the last team left out of the tournament. There's no easy games here. And, right. and then the MAC is a little better than some leagues mm-hmm. I won't talk about mm-hmm. where the bottom four teams are terrible. Or, you know, there's some, there's some teams that we play. We play the top team at Bucknell. Yep. You know, we play Loyola. We beat that where they wanted to beat me because I played there. But in other words, we play the top team in the America East, the top team in the Florida Gulf Coast League. St. Bonnie's is at the top in the A-10. Came in third. Good Patriot League teams. Yep. Bucknell won. Yep. Regular season champ. In other words, we're not just going to play the lower teams in the league, but that's okay. It's good for the fans, too. Yeah. What is this? Is a, this is a question Sean had. Uh, the strangest thing a player ever said to you in a huddle during a timeout? I mean, I don't know. That's a, I mean, a lot of things. <laughs> Um, I don't know. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah, it's not that it's strange. I let the guys have a lot to say, Sean. Like, I'm like, what do you think? Should we play 2-3 two, two, zone or 1-3-1? One, and, you know, LeVon will be like, our 3-2 worked last year against this team. And I'm like, wow, how did you even know that? Because <laughs> LeVon's kind of out there. He's a yeah. left-handed artist type guy. But LeVon's very right. And I'll be like, okay, LeVon's right. He's like, no, we played 3-2 last year and won this game against Quinnipiac. We should do that right now. They don't shoot good from the outside. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, if, if they say it with conviction, I'll listen to them. And it works. If it it works. works most of the time. Yeah, that's you know, good. Pool, pool used to be interesting in the huddles. I bet. You know, I'd be like, Rob, remember? And he's like, the room, the room. And I'm like, what? He's like, the six feet under episode you showed me about the guy <laughs> with the extra room. I'm going to focus like him. And I'm like, go for it. <laughs> and we won. We won at Manhattan. Yeah. The players are good. I give them a little more freedom than people think. Sometimes people just think we yell, but mm. we commu- that's communicating. Are you a player's coach? Would you label yourself that? Yeah, I think so. I would hope so. With the players. That's how you know. I guess so. I mean, you could ask them, but yeah, we give a lot of freedom. We have yeah. a, Look, I've just had some guys kind of come in here visiting for director of operations jobs where you have some jobs opening up. We keep it different. We keep it light. We just took 
We take Javion to Troy to go to lunch to talk. We bring Marquise wants to go. We, we, we chit-chat about other stuff. And Chris knows this. We'll talk movies, books, yeah. TV shows, whether it's Luther or House of Cards. What are they watching? What are we watching? Did you watch the house, the full season of House of, of Cards, course. the most recent one? Who doesn't love Frank? <laughs> I know. I, I, the nature just... of a promise is it stays the same even in changing circumstances. Mm. Opening line one when she says you're not going to be Secretary of I've State. I've never seen it. It drives him. He's, you got to get on this I show. Know. We're telling you. Peter I know. Russo. I know. Danny O'Brien. Will you? <laughs> Danny's here, too. The entourage Danny is, is here. here. Dan, no, Danny's, Danny's here. I'm surprised Danny Michelle and I didn't make the, the, the trip. Da, Michelle was going to come up, but Danny O'Brien and I love House of Cards because it's re, that's as close to real politics. as a, Yeah, there's no killing or anything. Well, well we I guess of. Vince Foster, maybe there is. <laughs> maybe there is. <laughs> Ron Brown's plane went down. Ooh, shocker. Will you? Anyways, those things like when you watch House of Cards. But our players are, I'll talk to them about that, but then I'll say, tell me what you're watching. Yeah. Or tell me what you're doing. What are they watching? They're, they're, they're more stuff than you think on Netflix, but they just, it's funny. They just watch Manchurian Candidate because they love oh, Denzel. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll go back and they didn't realize how good a movie that was. They'll, they'll, they'll watch some old stuff I told them. The White Shadow. Javion's really intellectually guy. Marquise loves basketball, so yeah. I'll have to watch Different stuff. You know, I'll yep. take them to different stuff. Some stuff they like. I took them to Creed. They love it. Some movies they don't want to watch. Yeah. But they're, they're, they don't read as much as I'd like. That's what I would let. Mm. Phil Jackson does that. I'm reading Parcell's book right now. Spend time individually with your players so that they trust you in critical situations mm. to perform the things that you've practiced. Things like that. That was even time with him. delivered with a little bit of Zen Master. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. He's the greatest. Parcells is the greatest. Um, you know what I'm reading right now, and, and we do this towards the end of the show, but I'll hit on it now because we're on it. Uh, Bill Walton's book. How is it? It's excellent. I mean, we. I just think he's so interesting. I like him. I mean, I yeah. know he's a little out there, but sure. so am I. I the first <laughs> sports book I ever wrote, read that changed sort of my perception was Breaks of the Game, David Halberstam, yeah. which is a famous book that. That was about the 77 yeah. Trailblazers. But, yeah, Walton's cool. I'd like to see Walton coach. I've seen him at Dead. He was at the Dead shows and stuff back when I was with Boston Celtics yeah. fan. But he was there in Chicago. And his son's going to do right. – I think his son has some ability in him that's going to help in the pros. He's got the Lakers job. I want to ask you something really quickly about Kobe. Where does Kobe Bryant rank all time in your mind? Top ten for sure. I'm not sure about top five. Top ten. We talk, that's – a lot of my players like Kobe. Yeah. I mean, you forget he was a great defensive player. He's got a lot of miles on him. He just took the money at the end. I don't blame him at all. Going mm-hmm. away present. Yeah. Do you know why I think he's top five? Because if Michael Jordan never existed, if we sure. had never – because so much of Kobe, we said, wow, that, that's mirroring Michael Jordan. But if you had never seen that ever in your life, you were never exposed to Michael Jordan, that never, those Bulls never had those runs – you right. think that would then change the perception on because if, if if he was doing it for the first time you would see in it some no, of those moves sure. some of the, wouldn't he then be maybe the greatest of all time? Yeah, I mean, but that's like saying well, if Fran McCaffrey wasn't the coach here, but yeah. he was. In other words, Fran taught the bar. What yeah. I liked about Fran is he set the bar high, but mm-hmm. he showed us the way. Mm. You can do it with normal kids that graduate that are just you just have to have four or five really good collective players. But he is, see, to me, that's why he's top ten. I just put him behind Jordan. Jordan's my yeah. starting two guard. Bird's my starting three man. I put Wilt at the five, Russell at the four, Bird at the three, Jordan at the two, Magic at the one. I think Magic Johnson's the greatest player ever to play the game, but that's because I watched okay. him I love beat it. my Celtics. I think he, 
He was 6'9", he could defend, he could run, he could play defense, offense. He was like a coach on the floor. He's an amazing player. He won it by himself basically in college. He changed the game. His, his, his smile and everything, what, what it did, the Lakers showtime was all him. He, he resurrected Kareem. I watched him hit a sh- hook shot uh-huh. in Boston. I was, on, I was on the baseline. Were you really? I was standing right no. there when the hook shot went in, right over. If Parrish and McHale don't go to block it. And he hits. He started at center. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's, he was right there. Broke my heart. Game four. It's one of the most famous shots in NBA right. history. Sure. But I was there in '84 when we beat him. I was. I show my team. They got video of me running on the court and my red shirt on, <laughs> my white shorts. Um, so that's my starting five. And I mean, Duncan's in there because of his own little way. Mm, sure. And then you know, Kobe, Kobe's great player. You know, great. There's yeah. nothing wrong. Kobe, great, great player. Is LeBron top ten yet? Yeah, I mean, he is. He's not retired, so yeah. I didn't put him in there. Yeah, okay. yeah I don't know. He's got to. He's got to shoot the ball better. Mm-hmm. But he's obviously a tremendous talent. I just don't know what position he plays. He would be my sixth man. No, he's tremendous. But let's see if he can. You know, Kobe won a lot of titles. I'm mm-hmm. about the winning right. thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah, me too. I just. Well, I have some. You know, with football coming, I, I argue with the Odell Beckham. Show me. He hasn't got to the playoffs yet, and people are like, he's the greatest receiver ever. Oh, really? please. Yeah. I mean, make the playoffs. Right. I, right. I'm a Ray, Ravens guy, so, you know, they have. Good draft for Baltimore. They did have a good yeah. draft. My buddy Stevie Shaw, he texted me during the draft. He said, well, we're busting our ass. We're going to come back. Yeah. They were rejuvenated because it was their first time having a lot of picks up. They've always picked. Li- right. The problem is they, they, they win too much, so you don't get the picks. Yeah. And, you know, the free agent thing's weird. I always wonder, like, would you, if you're a fan of a team, would you always kind of want to be around maybe not winning all the time? I'm a a Packers fan, right? So they're always in the playoffs, but they don't win it a lot. And so, yeah, you're picking the back end of the draft. Would you just win? Would you rather win every eight years? Well, that's the question, Mark. That's the Yankees question right? right now. Yeah. You're finally catching up for winning it in 2009. You signed a couple guys. CC, you had to give the money to, I guess. I don't know what you had, you know. Right. I don't know. The Packers is a very interesting thing. When we were in Wisconsin, that's when the Packers, Friday night, um, Wisconsin loses right. to Western Illinois on a fluke shot. Sunday, the Packers lose at home to the Lions. Right. I'm like, we are in, this is not going to be the triumvirate. We're going to lose. These fans, the, the, the Wisconsin guards started waking up and moving. I'm like, we're not winning. The Packers are interesting, you know. Holgram's done a great job. Yeah. I, I, I met um, at the Derby last year. I met uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, he said that, yeah. Nice guy. And I met the, the, the slick back here linebacker was a great guy. Oh, Clay Matthews. Great guy. Cool. See, they all played hoop. They all played. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm basketball coach. Oh, we played hoop in this. They all played AU. I don't know, the Packers are pretty good. They just, it's tough to win the whole oh, thing. Oh, it is. It is. Injuries are huge. Yep. And then the better you get, they leave you. That's the problem is right. they leave you or you have to pay. Like, what I like is the restructuring. Mm-hmm. Flacco's, Flacco's looked at Brady and said, I'll restructure. It's like Craig Allen here in the business. You got, you got all these people coming in. Well, sometimes you got to make different sales. Sometimes you got to move things around. You got a product placement. Put the same thing in there. When Brady does it, though, and when Tim Duncan does it, though, mm-hmm. unlike our friend over there in Los Angeles, no offense, Mr. Kobe Bryant, he's like, I'm underpaid at $30 million. Right, right. Let's face yeah. it. That's probably why he's not in my top five. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, look. Is that fair he, to say? If he had taken less money and they got more talent in there, could he have another title or two? Right. Probably. He did, a, there would have been an increase. Probably right. better than he did with Roy Hibbert or whatever right. he had brought in with him sure. this year. Sure. No, but I mean. That, to me, is why Duncan's so special. Mm-hmm. And LeBron, I'm not a LeBron fan 
because I'm a Celtics fan when he was at Miami. But what he did going back to Cleveland changed my total opinion of him. I mean, changed my whole opinion of him. Now he doesn't want to just go, you know, play on the stack little league team or, you know, the decision. He was young, whatever. That's all marketing. But he he had some great games to beat the Celtics. He hit a bank shot for three. That, that Pierce and them could have won three titles. We won one. I'm grateful for that. You know, crazy man, our test hits a three to beat us. I know, I right. know. Right. He doesn't hit the three, right. you know. He right. hits a three, and you yeah. know, we never hear from him again. And Well, we do, but he's probably with him and Lamar <laughs> Odom. We're having a, like, yeah, you know. Right. I got another hoops question for you. But so, anyways, somewhere in what LeBron's Nevada. done going back has is, is increased his value in my eyes. But, yeah, sure, and I think it has in a lot of people's eyes. They've got a nice run going. They're quietly going mm. right along. That's what you want. Yeah. You know, They're last healthy. year was held. They weren't healthy. And they a couple of series, and he should – they needed to do everything against the Warriors, yeah. and it was good versus evil. They kind of portrayed yeah. that. And I'm a Curry guy, I mean, because he's under armor. But LeBron's top ten. Yeah. He's yeah. top ten. They're on a good run. The East is also garbage right now compared to the West. It is, but I mean, that may help because you. Toron- uh, yeah, it will. Easier run. Sure, exactly. So I got a, a basketball <laughs> question. We've seen a lot in the playoffs. I mean, they, they've been doing this now for a while, but it becomes more prevalent in the playoffs. First one with the Siena College Sledger the- walking in, actually. Oh, yeah, how about that? There you go. Yeah. They D, 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 defense. <laughs> she runs the – she's the lead band. Oh, Saxophonist. Okay. You're saying hi on the air. Yeah. They're uh, in the band. So in, in the last two minutes, the officials now, they put out a review of the last two minutes of the game. And, you know, we've seen in the playoffs, they, they are readily admitting that they're getting a, a number of calls wrong. Some of them don't always impact the sure. game. Obviously, it's probably good for the league to have that kind of transparency, but it raises the question about replay and maybe even challenges. Do you think challenges it. have a place in it. basketball at all? I hate it. Yeah, you guys are media guys. You like replay. I don't like replay. I do. I'd ra- I mean, this this sounds so altruistic. I get mm-hmm. it, but I'd rather just let's just get the call right. Taking away from the human act. Look, if the guy's flat out cheating, then that's yeah. Here, I- I'll take that back. I like the flag. I think each a guy challenge. should won a game okay. for each coach. Football, okay. baseball, bat. hey, umpires, the thing's coming 97 miles sure. an hour. Yeah. And some loser at home's <laughs> like, that was a ball because the telecrasters showed that it was one inch outside. Really? Yeah. Now, you're talking about a game-impacting call? Sure. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't like the, 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 the replay gives – you know, I'm not a big message board guy. Podcast, fine, whatever. Yeah. But I like – to some degree of a reality and be some professionalism. I'm not going to criticize every single thing. Referees are good people. Nine out of ten referees are good referees that love basketball. But okay, one out of ten's in it for the money. I like the challenge idea. It brings Just strategy in. Sure, yeah, brings strategy in. But and you yet, mean for the whole game, not like a last two minutes thing. You every, mean the whole the game, whole game yeah. every sport. You each get one red flag. Good, and it can be a foul call too. Now, what if you Ooh. and if if you get it right? Then you still get to you Do still you get keep, to keep it? it. Nope, only no, one gone. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Well, you, the game's getting too slow, and I mean, in other words, I use baseball. Yeah. My brother's a baseball guy because the baseball thing is that's a split second mm-hmm. thing. But I want to get it right on the home run over the foul pole. Now, a home run blowing over the foul pole that shouldn't be challenged. The six rep um, should get together yeah. and talk about yeah. it first. Um, look, they got it wrong in the Toronto game. Yeah, that was a bad call. The foul. Yeah, when yeah. the guy pushed him in the back in front of 27,000 million people. Sure. That one, Sean. Right. Okay, I, you know, and they say we I was blocked out. I mean, the guy pushed me, went flying. Huge non-call. Yeah, of course. But everybody knows David Stern was up there telling Adam Silver, <laughs> Toronto's a bigger market. Atlanta right. doesn't sell enough tickets. Right. Canada doesn't have any hockey teams in the playoffs. <laughs> no foul. 
And Batman's over there going, yee, thanks, David. See, Adam? He taught me too. The stern mechanism. I mean, I watch this stuff, the conspiracy theories fly of the like Celtics it. not getting calls and then Detroit never getting calls. Then they finally did because they were just so good in the... Lakers and the Bulls just getting whatever they wanted for those TV ratings. Well, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Toronto, how do they miss that call? In other words, I want Brutal. that to be reviewed. Mm-hmm. So I'm right. saving it. And you have to. In other words, if you're going to review, review everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like I don't get the NFL, who's the king of the review. And I, I get it in the NFL that they got to sort of review. But once again, just one. The last two minutes, okay, maybe there's only one. But I don't know. If you're going to call it, in other words, I don't like you can't overturn the call. You can only review this. They should have reviewed that and said he pushed him in the back. Mm-hmm. Pacers right. ball. So you can review fouls. You can review yeah. everything. I, that that would have been me. And I like the coach's challenge. Like I said, strategy. Even when in do, hoops. You when add do, one yeah, in hoops. When do you use it? When do you use it? Would you, If you put it in, would you get rid of the replay system as it exists yes. now yeah. and say, we're not going to review anything unless, unless you use coach, your challenge? Yeah. Okay, let's talk more on the replay because speaking of Toronto – and my wife's a huge NHL fan. Yeah. Danny O'Brien, who's oh. with us here from Siena. Now she's a Penguins fan, Penguins. right? Penguins. Danny was at my yeah. house last night watching the Caps. What a game. His cousin's Brooks Orpik, the guy that got suspended for three really? games. All right. Well, which was too much. Caps are in a hole here. They are. The Penguins are tough, though, yeah. but they got, they got talent. Yeah. My wife loves the Toronto thing. See, because there's no advantage. In other words, it's not a re- who is the replay booth guy? Where is yeah. he from? You know? In other words, she loves that every call in the NHL goes to Toronto. Mm. And then us three just yep. sit around. Us three sit around. I go, Sean, what do you think? Chris, what do you think? Yep. And it's quick. Yep. Yeah. So it's actually right. funny. I think they have the best the best system. It's all one guy's in a booth. They just pull it up quick, good decision. How about the baseball replay thing where they bring out the big box and the headsets? and the, What is going on with it's that? It's taking too long. I mean, the it, thing I don't it, like about it is... Use a cell phone, call New Jersey, and call get New your Jersey. answer. Just, that's it. I, I, that, that's one thing. I like the main... Yeah. Of all the games going, just buzz quick. In football, at least the officials on the field get to make the call, right? The NBA, they at least get to see it in front of them while they're watching it in New Jersey and they can talk about it together. But baseball, the umps put that headset on and they're just told what the call is. Oh, that's how that works yeah, too? Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that the umpires on the field yeah. should have some say they're in what there. the call is going to yeah. be. So I don't like that system as much at all. But now what are you going to do? Drag monitors out? Like you said, baseball's long enough, right? So, I just wish they could do it quickly. You know, right. they put a clock on everybody else. You guys have 30 seconds. Get mm-hmm. it right. Right. You know, and in college, they'll do it, and we have like a really great crowd at the Times Union Center, and they like when they're getting booed, and they go over and they just take their time, just look at it, and make the call. But I like the game to be, you know, I'm a high energy guy. It slows our momentum down. I want the game right. to go fast. I want it to play fast, and two hours is enough, anyways. You know, one thing we haven't even mentioned is your extension. Congratulations Thank on that. Thank you very much. Very happy to be here. You're stuck Five with us years. for a little very, longer. I'm lucky to be here. I love being here. It's great. Great job. John Dargenio and I have talked about how what a good job the Siena job is and how it's, you know, you don't realize it until you get here, the media attention, but the students love yeah. it, the fans love it, but the kids that come up here, like Nico Clareth, they even my young mm. guys, they just they love going to school here. The airport's better than you think, Saratoga. Lake George was my big discovery last year. But being the basketball coach at Siena, I'm lucky. Look, it's hard to stay in coaching, and... It's, 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 we have enough here to win, and it's, it's in the right league. But the arena in downtown is great. Like I said, we all live, Danny O'Brien, myself, Jordan Watson, Greg Manning, we all live downtown. Yep. Albany's coming around. More people are living downtown. There's more condos and stuff. Yep, right. We're going, I'm going to the game Sunday. I'm going to the hockey game. 
The Devils. Cool. Yep. Yep. Going to go hit it. Second round of the AHL playoffs. Yeah, playing Toronto. Going to go see it. We we know Scott, the goalie, Wedge, Wedgeworth, I yep. think his Wedgewood. name is so. Wedgewood. Yep. Who got moved up to, to the Devils. But I'm going to go to that. And that's one of the things I, that I wanted to keep the Albany series going. Mm-hmm. We have to go over there, which is fine. The players wanted to go over there rather than cancel the series. And Will was going to cancel the series, and that's okay. It's his choice rather than... So we had to go over there for a year. But I like that it's downtown because I like their restaurants. And the, I want everybody to, like... It's, you don't have that in a lot of other places. You don't have that in Baltimore. You don't have that game in D.C. anymore. Mm, right. Town plays Maryland finally, but there's no in the arena. There's a special thing. It's a special place, so I want to keep it going. Cool. Yeah, well, another thing, just to change gears, we want to ask you a little bit about the election. Um, House of Cards guy. <laughs> yeah, now, you said it's close to I'm the real political system. I mean, no, me it's too. just... Me it's, they don't allow me in primaries. No, right, registered independent. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one. No, I mean, it's not like House of Cards in that way. In other right. words, it's just... But it is like favors and who moves up. And, and I think one of the things Obama ran into was it's not as easy to get things done mm-hmm. as you think. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, look, Shelly Silver's going away, and I mean, now Skelos is going to go. I moved here, and the right-hand man and the left-hand man of the governor are going <laughs> exactly. to jail, right. which I'm very fearful of at living in Albany because they seem to send a lot of people to jail. I said that when I got the job. <laughs> but that's a good thing when those guys are going to jail. Well, maybe. I don't, I'm, that's not for me to judge. Yeah. But in other words, it, it, you have to get – they can't be like one person in power and one this, and we're not going to work together. I want to see if they can go back to working together. I met Ted Kennedy in D.C., he said, when, when you win, you get 60-40. When you lose, you get 40-60 hmm. of the vote. That's how, and that's what I like about House of Cards. You know, you do have to maneuver and you have to get along. And if I'm going to pass your bill, you've got to pass theirs. And right. Are the you, lobbyists and stuff like that here, Trump and Hillary, I, know, I think it's going to be a gloves-off battle. Yeah. Are you Wild. sickened by the coverage or are you intrigued? Are you watching? Are you the coverage. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I, know, I like the media. I'm fine with it. I think it's been a little long, the primary. Well, yeah. Hello. Right. I yeah. mean, it's... We're the, finally now down to... I mean, really down to two now, finally. Yeah. Just can't you do that in three weeks? I mean, <laughs> and the voting... Your New York State voters, that's pretty interesting how you act, the physically part of voting. Right. Oh, My wife went. That's pretty interesting, yeah. too. Well, how about, like, Iowa caucusing? You, 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 everyone to one corner of a room. I mean, really? We can't figure out a better way to do I this? I just let you do it through your phone. Right. Then, then everyone would vote. Great point. But it's, but it's you know, that, that, that stuff's interesting. No, no, we watch, and Aunt Hillary's done a lot of good things. You know, mm-hmm. she's, she's, she's tough. She's, she's a survivor. But she does know the people on the Hill. You know, I would like. I think Trump should take go back and talk to Kasich and say, "I need you to be my VP." Yeah. I think the vice presidency should be more important than it is. Right. In other words, like, it's not some joke job to go to funerals. Like, you got to work the hill and do all mm-hmm. that. He's going to need someone to show him around the hill a little bit. She knows her way around and everything. Just does she have the the Benghazi stuff? It's coming up. Look, I'm not telling you anything. I don't. Right. Whitewater, right. Benghazi, Monica Lewinsky. It's all coming. Yep. Emails, taxes. It's all coming. Oh yeah, I think but Mr. Trump politician. is going to make sure of that, especially right. I mean, he's going to sure. But she's an excellent Paul. In other words, she's she. <clears throat> it's like coaching. It's like oh, I wonder why Derek Fisher wasn't a good coach <laughs> in the next. He never coached before. <laughs> right. I mean, what are you nuts? Yes. Yeah, and he is. I mean, what? He's never drawn an out of bounds play. That's what scares me about Trump. Hillary's been around the block. She's called timeouts. She's done out of bounds plays. Yeah. She's dealt with injuries. She's dealt with a superstar. I'm just looking at the Knicks because I kind of want the Knicks to do better. 
But I look at that like that's a dysfunctional organization yeah. that needs a true leader that's been there that can at least well, grind them through difficult times. Derek right. Fisher. Sports are better when the big market teams are relevant. They don't have to win all the time, but they have, they have to be relevant. Sure, and up here, you guys get You know, it's funny because you get the Boston and the New York yeah. coverage. Yeah, the Knicks, it's been no fun to watch pro basketball since I've gotten here. The Knicks and Nets have been basically terrible. Yep. Oh, yeah. The For Celtics, sure. at least, I, I went to a game this year. They're new. The Yankees have been. The Mets, I'm not a Mets fan at all. But it was exciting last year, and it was exciting up here. Yep. I kind of want to see the Giants and Jets get a little right. better. You know who was exciting this year for a while was the Bills. There's a Bills contingency and, and up Rex here. And Rex kind of keeps them relevant, too. That, but, but eventually you have to win. Eventually you yeah, have to win. This is what's going on in Seattle. We won this year, which was good. Yeah. But we have to keep winning. Now, I want to win the Mac, but I just mean we, I want to win where we're in good shape in postseason. I want to put us in a position to win the Mac, which is, you know, to get in the top five. But to be, you know, get a little better. we got to get a little tougher. Some guys are leaving the league. But we have to get better. We're getting there. We keep yeah. getting Bs. I want to get an A. You have pretty much everybody coming back. You're you're in good shape. I think I think intelligent fans, none of them are in the media, but intelligent <laughs> the fans. The media actually is pretty smart it. here. You know, they, they, they get that. Jimmy, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let you wrap here, but tell us, what, what are you watching, reading, listening to? Did you watch Billions? Love Billions. Watch, yeah. I got a new one for you. Watch Life. It's actually better than I thought. Okay. Life What's is old. On? It's old on NBC. It was Damian Lewis's first oh, show. Oh, yeah. And I never would have watched it, but I read Vicaro, St. Bonaventure grad. I read yeah. the, I'm a reader. I read the New York Post every day. I read the New York Times on the weekends. I read Vanity Fair, Wolfie's Wall Street Journal. Billions, of course, came from Homeland, yeah. Damian Lewis. Right. His first show was Life. It was okay. pretty good about a cop that got put in for life in prison. They found out it wasn't him, so he gets his life back. Cool. But it's pretty. It's a pretty good old school okay. thing. Okay, yeah, all right. I'm watching that. We're going to movies. What's the best movie you've seen it's, lately? You know, it's funny. Did you see I, The Revenant? It's funny. It's the only one I didn't see. Mm-hmm. The best movie I saw this year was The Room. With Brie Larson. Didn't see it, but it did very, very well. Yeah. And it was very, like, realistic. Like, yeah. when, whatever, when it ends, the person's, like, right here. You, uh-huh. you thought it was, like, this way out thing. It wasn't. Cool. It could happen to you, you yeah. know? I liked her in the room. Um, I'm reading different books. I'm reading Parcells' book right now. But I've, I've read a lot of different books. But I, this is when my reading season starts. Yeah. And the Parcells thing my wife got me is great. And then I got Mariana Rivera's book, too. Cool. So I kind of just like to read, but I'll read all novels and all that. That's coming up. What are you listening to? Just went to Pearl Jam on Sunday night. Oh, uh, at the Garden? Just went to Pearl Jam on Sunday, and I gave my Monday ticket away, and Sting showed up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who'd you give the ticket to? Uh, my buddy Tommy Pizzo, who's, right. a, who's an avid fan. Actually, yeah. it was his ticket. I went on Sunday, and I played in Boomer Esiason's golf tournament Monday. It's 3 o'clock. I'm in Long Island, and I'm done. Should I wait, stay, now i got to get another room, I'll just go home. Yeah. Meanwhile, Cheap Trick was there to do Surrender and oh, Sting. Geez. But I saw a great show. McEnroe was there. And cool. They did a live, and they did, a, they did Taking It to the Streets by the Doobie nice. Brothers, which was pretty funny. But I'll go see, I'm going to go to uh, the Mountain Jam. Oh, yeah, Mountain Jam. I will hit that, yep. which Beck's coming. I like, I'm a little cool. out there on that. And uh, we'll go out to Cooperstown. We'll go see shows okay. there. We'll yeah. go see shows at... Spack, but we like lots of different stuff. We like music. My wife's a big music fan. Really? Well, we want. Well, can you hand deliver one of our next guests? We'd love to have Michelle on the podcast. Have Michelle. She's 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 a, she's cooking. She's a big cook. That's why yeah. I'm trying to lose weight. She just cooks all these <laughs> like cooking show stuff, and it's all in the refrigerator. You sleep eat at two a.m. like Fred Flintstone. I mean, they just like him at two a.m. You have to. I wake up. There's a plate there, and I'm like, I wonder why I'm not losing weight. If it's there, we have to eat it. Of course, we have to eat. you can come over. She'll bring you, you food. Yeah. She's good. But yeah, so we're doing some. We we we, we like to do a lot. Of, this is a great area that we've learned more that, about this cool area. 
you know, this our next thing we're going to do is go to Martin Van Buren's mm. grave and down to uh, whatever, to, Kinderhook? Yeah, Kinderhook. Like, that's our next thing yeah. that we're going to try and start to do. Sure. So, Did you do FDR down in uh Yeah, we've done Hyde, Hyde Park, Park, but yeah. we've done, that's more mainstream. But we're just looking to, to find more stuff. And we're going to take the team, we're, we're, we're doing our gym. So we're going to go to Connick State Park this year yeah. and then play outside. And then they want to go back to Lake George. We took them to Cooperstown. They don't want to do that anymore. They want to go to Taconic, go to the beach one day and play outdoors. Cool. And then Lake George we go and take them to Bolton Landing. And all good. Yeah. All different stuff. The Thanks for here. having me. Right, we're here. Thanks Thank you, a lot. Jimmy. Thanks, Appreciate Coach. it, man. All right, that is uh, Sienna Head Coach Jimmy Patsos. Like a hurricane in and a hurricane out. Yep, out he goes. Just like the tide. A big wave comes yeah. in and back out he, to sea. We've said it before, uh, more energy than – Anybody you've ever met. I could ever dream of having. Right. Yeah. All right. So what are you watching, reading, listening to? Boy, I watched a lot the last week. Yeah, you've been week. on the couch. <laughs> I mean, just laid up. Um, I watched some of the, uh, like, Avengers-type movies, the last couple that they've done, just leading up to... There's one coming out, right? Yeah, the Civil War movie is basically an Avengers. So I watched the last couple Marvel movies get set for that. Um you know, just crap on TV, but you know, playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Watching the NBA, NHL, watching the Mets still. So, cool. Reading, uh, I'm almost done with the same book that I've been reading, and then I'll be on a new book and have something else to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, there's nothing to listen to. There's just crap. Well, here's the watching I've already told you Game of Thrones. Yeah. Here. Um, I'm reading, as I said, the Bill Walton book. Yep. We can get through this quickly. But the listening to, mm-hmm. there are a few songs you just can't get away from. Yes. We've already talked about Work by Rihanna, Ugh. which goes work, 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 work. And then there's a song called Work. Work from Home. By, oh, it's called Work right? from Home? Okay. I think so, yeah. That's Fifth by Harmony? Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And that goes work, 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 <laughs> yep. work, work. Correct. So... You know, we're not at the height of creativity in this world. Well, I will say that Selena Gomez cannot keep her hands to herself. And that's not a bad thing. Well, no, there is another... I mean, why would she want to? Right. There's another song that you can't get away from by your girl, Ariana Grande. <laughs> Dangerous Woman. And that... I know. You know how I feel about her. No, no, no. But the song itself... She's good. It's Did good. you see... This is Good. something I'm watching slash listening to also. Did you okay. see Jimmy Fallon with Ariana Grande? I did. I didn't see the lip sync, though, which is what you're going to talk That's about. That's what right? I'm asking. Yeah, yeah they did it. a no. lip sync of like a conversation where then they lip sync in the song from time to time. Coach is bad. The Josh is good. Oh, come oh, on. Coach. You have to That's do that. Coach Patso's delivering some red wine here. You know what? Thanks, Coach. I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean. How about that? I'm not going to even. No, don't. But no, bring it on over. Sure. <laughs> Here we go. What a guy. What a huh? guy, right. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unreal. It is good wine, by the way, too. And actually, the, the Vintner, yeah. um, Joseph Carr. I believe, is very good friends with uh, Craig Allen, the owner here at All-Star. We give another shout I, out. Like I think he comes in and will sign bottles for people. Really? Yeah, I think that's legit. I don't think I'm bullshitting here. I think that's actually legit. We'd have to get real confirmation, but we, we don't we don't do that on this podcast, though. No, why bother? We just bother? put stuff out there yeah. and, and let it be true. So special uh, extra shout out to All Star Wine Spirits yeah. for Linus host. That's great. Craig Allen, Coach great Pat's guy, host. allowed us to set up our crap here mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and have some fun with Jimmy. Great. Yeah. 
Uh, this is an hour you'll never get back. It has been. Yes. <laughs>